the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Cheryl Golden for AM860 The Answer. And I'm on. This is Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. Welcome to the show. Had a little hiatus last week. The wife and I went up to Jacksonville, Florida for a brief stay. And uh, if you're watching on uh, Facebook or YouTube or one of the other live streaming channels that I'm on, uh, you will see the beautiful bridge lit up behind us. That's from our hotel window at the uh, Hyatt on the north side of the river. We had a great time, Ken. We rode bikes and ate out and did a little sightseeing. We, we hit a few thrift stores, but you know what? They don't have size. Uh, they don't have the sizes marked. You know, they don't have like 32s, 34s, 36s. <laughs> we didn't like that at all. <laughs> not going to stand there and thumb through a thousand pairs of shorts. <laughs> How is Jacksonville? I've been I've been to Jacksonville once in my life. Jacksonville is by population is the largest city in Florida. Did is you know it? that? I did not know that. I would never have guessed Jacksonville. It is uh, because they incorporated the whole county back in the late '60s, early '70s into the city. So Duval County and Jacksonville are the same. Now they are the fourth largest metropolitan area after Miami, Tampa, and Orlando. But they're they're moving fast, but and they are the largest land area city in the country. Used to be Indianapolis because Indianapolis incorporated their county, but Duval County is bigger than the county that Indianapolis is in. So uh, beautiful city. Uh, they've got a deep water port. They're the third largest port in Florida. They have one of the largest military presences in the United States. They have the Jacksonville Naval Air Base. They have the uh, they have the submarine base a few miles north in southern Georgia. Uh, they have Coast Guard. They have uh, a, a marine camp. They've got all kinds of military uh, that's stationed there. So I guess that's good for their economy. They're big on that. And uh, tourism, of course. And they're doing a lot of other things. It's, it's a great city, and I really recommend it. We had so much fun. Uh, we rode our bikes on the north uh, side of the river. There's a trail on the north side of the river. It's a river walk trail. And then we went over the bridge one day and we rode the south side of the river. They've got a wonderful railroad trail that they've paved over about 20 minutes outside of town or outside of downtown. It's still in the city because it's still in Jacksonville or in uh, Duval County. And it's about 20 miles long and there's a nice parking area. And you can do that trail easily. It's shady. There's a lot of, uh, you know, the canopy is good. And there's a lot of, uh, of, of uh, countryside there to see. So it's, it's, it's just a wonderful experience. We ate at the, at the Chart House and at the Capitol Grill. The Capitol Grill is wonderful. Have you eaten there? I have not been to the Capitol Grill, no. <laughs> They've got several around the country, and it, it's, they do a nice job. I mean, they really they provide service. They really do. We have one here in Tampa that you know of? There's one here in Tampa. There is? Okay. There's one in Jacksonville. I think there's one in, there was one in New York City. I don't know if it's still there. Probably one in the Capitol since it's the Capitol Grill. Makes sense. Uh, I think it's mostly an East Coast uh, phenomena, but uh, good food. The wife was really happy. 
Oh. I said, happy anniversary, baby. This is all you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> so eat it slow. <laughs> yeah, but then she hit me. <laughs> but if you missed me live last week, it's all her fault. I didn't have anything to do with it. I'm just a slave here. Well, we muddled through with a rerun. We had a good time listening to that. I'm telling you, that's good. And I'm glad you were there for me, buddy. Oh, I'm always there for you, Doc. You know that. So if so, did you hear about this New Jersey woman who faces daily monetary fines because she won't remove a, a sign from her Roselle Park, New Jersey home? And uh, it's $250 per day. She says it's her daughter's flag, and she has a First Amendment right. And the flag says phrases such as F. Biden and Joe Biden, S-U-C-K-S, mm-hmm. and socialism bought and don't blame me i voted for trump and a lot of f words and s words and uh is this an hoa thing or a city thing or what's what's going on there it's a city thing yeah rochelle park uh and she says freedom of speech is not well the, the city attorney says freedom of speech is not an absolute right it's clear from state laws and statutes that we cannot simply put up the umbrella of the first amendment and say everything and anything is protected speech but her attorney says, come on, the F word, people use that as an exclamation mark now. That's mm. not, you know, that's not a big deal. I mean, it may it may uh, offend you and me, Ken, but I've, I've told you the story about Zeke when he wrote F this test on the bottom of a test <laughs> <laughs> in junior high school. <laughs> I got called to the office on that. And, you know, Dr. Handelman, you, you can't let your son do this. So we had a long talk. I said, look, Zeke. He said, I have my First Amendment rights. I said, not on a private campus. You don't. Yeah. That's in the public. I mean, you can put up what you want at the house if I allow it, of course, because you're a kid. But if you want to put up a sign that says that sucks or whatever, then you go ahead. But the F word, it, it has no meaning until people put meaning to it. And I, I said, look, Zeke, we have to be a, a little bit conscious of other people's feelings. That's important because we have to live in a society and you have to get along and you have to make your grades. And, and if you get flunked for writing something like that and you keep doing that, you're going to repeat that grade. You want to stay in school all of your life. So I made him research the First Amendment and write a little apology. Oh, that and, was a good idea. Yeah. And he he. He, he got it. I mean, you know, junior high school, you want, he's, what, 11, 12, 13. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's boys are boys. But at uh, any rate, the mouth. So she says, listen, this is freedom of speech, and you don't have a right to tell me that I can't do this. So her attorney said uh, what, you know, what I told you about the F word, and she said, I'm a firm believer in the First Amendment. I may not believe in what you're saying, but I absolutely believe that you have the right to say it. This is her attorney. And then the woman said, what is this, Nazi Germany? First they banned speech, then they banned books and burned them, and then they burned people. Whoa. So, <laughs> so you know, I mean, uh, let's face it, there's a, there's an argument to be made. And as much as we may not like hate speech, as much as we may, we may not like profane speech, uh, we certainly have to be careful not to impinge on people's rights to express their views, especially in the political arena. You know what I mean? I know, but uh, the freedom of speech, I think the Supreme Court has already ruled, is not absolute. For instance, you you cannot shout fire in a crowded theater. Oh, I can't? No, you you will be arrested if you shout fire in a crowded theater. It's led to many, many deaths, so. No wonder they banned me from the theater. That's right, it's kept shouting fire. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, look, I believe that 
you should have a right to put on your property um, a sign that express, expresses your political opinions. Now, if you put a sign up that says, you know, F you next door neighbor and you're the devil incarnate or something like that, then to me, that's not free speech. That's inciting a, a fight with your neighbor. But I, I don't think that as long as you're not inciting anything, then I think that's probably the, uh, the, the standard that the Supreme Court has set. If you're not inciting a riot, if you're not inciting yeah. uh, uh, chaos in a the movie theater, then you're okay. But we'll see how that pans out. I'm sure they'll take it up to the Supreme Court if the city continues to press her. Oh, I'm sure it will. I'd, I'd love to see it go that far. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And speaking of, of the Supreme Court, there's a couple of good uh, items that I wanted to bring up with you since we're talking about the Supreme Court. Let me see if I can get to those. The Supreme Court has ruled in favor of Florida that the CDC does not have the right to mandate what goes on uh, and whether or not ships can leave from Florida and blah, 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 blah. Then uh, the mask and all that. All cruise ships in Florida will still be required to report individual cases of illness, and I'm quoting this uh, from Reuters, of illness or death and ship inspections and sanitary measures to prevent the introduction, transmission, or spread of communicable diseases. Now, they do say, the CDC does says, cruise lines that ensure at least 95% of the passengers and nearly all the, all the crew are vaccinated can bypass simulated voyages. So they are having simulated voyages for these cruise ships. So they have a shakedown and they pretend like there are people on there and they send CDC people out or whatever. And uh, so that they can resume commercial trips. So, well, I mean, to me, it's kind of silly because what's a cruise company going to say? Yeah, we got 95 percent vaccinated. <laughs> True, right? Exactly. And, you know, and they say, well, in public areas, indoors, you should still wear a mask on the cruise ships. Once you're out in international waters, who's going to enforce that? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. But I understand that the CDC is trying to maintain its power and sway. Uh, but the uh, three-judge appeals court that initially turned that down because it came up from a lower court and said, no, Florida, you can't do that. CDC's right. They said that the CDC had failed to demonstrate an entitlement to a stay pending appeal. In other words, they hadn't shown any real hard data that this was scientifically correct. So we're not going to uphold your, your right to, to a stay pending your appeal. It's over with. It's done. Not, not bad, huh? Yeah. yeah. You go, DeSantis. You go, buddy. Way to so go. So this, <laughs> this is a big win for us. Now, Nick, my friend at the lunch table, he said, look, Bill, why don't the cruise lines have a right to demand that everybody's vaccinated before they get on the ship? And I said, Nick, you're, you're saying this because it's a private enterprise, right? And he said, yeah, it's a private enterprise. They should be able to uh, mandate what they want in their store, in their shop. And I said, well, I agree with you, but here's the thing. This is a semi-public phenomena because, I mean, everybody and his brother goes on a cruise. And secondly, uh, how will this affect uh, tourism and the economy in Florida if the governor says everybody has to be vaccinated or the cruise line says everybody has to be vaccinated and the governor says, okay, we'll, we'll back you up on that. Well, people who aren't vaccinated are going to say, eh, you know, Florida's getting a little jankety. I don't think I'm going to go there. And we don't want that. We want people to come here. We don't believe, we don't see the science that says that there's this huge threat of dying from COVID if you're vaccinated or if you've had the virus or if we have herd immunity, which we're close to. 
And even the Delta virus, if you're vaccinated, there's really no reports of anybody being hospitalized or dying to speak of in, in Israel. The studies coming out of there I've read. Now there's the Delta two or the Delta beta out in California. They say it's more egregious. It's, it's more infectious because of the spike protein is mutating. And that's where it, what attaches to our cells, Ken. Well, that doesn't sound like a good thing. No, that doesn't. But still, there's no evidence that if you're vaccinated that you're going to get really sick and die from this. Now, I've been a little sick this weekend, and I have not been a good boy about wearing my mask religiously. But you've been and, vaccinated? Yeah, I got two early. I got, I got it one day after Biden. I was so mad. I wanted to gone on Thursday the week before <laughs> when they first started giving it at Northside. I could have beat him by four days. And that's, you know, you remember Biden? I'm not taking that vaccine as long as that man's in the White House. Right. Well, that was a lie because Trump was still in the White House. <laughs> it was in December, right? Uh, you're right. Exactly. Yes, that was that early. Yeah. He didn't leave until yeah. January 20th. I mean, the Democrats, they did a a great job at discouraging people from getting the vaccine while they were campaigning. And then the day they got in, turned around and went the other way. Mm-hmm. How much do they really care about us? How much do they really care, Ken? I, I just don't think there's a whole lot of, uh, I mean, it sounds good and people buy all that nonsense from the left, but I don't think they really care. I don't, they couldn't give a damn. No, they care about themselves. Yeah. It's, it's, it, uh, it's serving power and ideology. The rest of it's just show. It's just to convince you to do what they want you to do. Yep. It really is. It really, really is. And the problem with that is that if you're supposed to represent the people and you're only representing yourself, then, you know, then the people need to, they need to rise up and get rid of you. You can only do that for so long, I think, before people catch on to you. Well, that's what Abraham Lincoln said. You can fool some of the people all of the time, all the people some of the time, but not all of the people all of the time. Probably true just because people are obstinate. And if you say the sky is blue, someone is going to say, no, it's not. <laughs> you know, just because you said it was blue. <laughs> and you have to blame the people as well. I mean, you have to pay attention. You do have a civic duty in this country to vote. Yeah. And you must know who you're voting for and what they stand for. But, you know, people only listen to things like uh, CNN and MSNBC, and they don't know. They don't know what's going on. Exactly. And they get, exactly they, what I'm saying. If you do your research. They won't do it. They will not do it. They will not do it. They don't have that discipline or the intellect or the uh, willingness, or they just react emotionally. They hate Trump. And so anything Trump says is bad. And then CNN says, well, let's just edit his speech and make it sound like he really <laughs> <laughs> like the, the coronavirus is a hoax. Well, if you look at the whole speech, what he said was the Democrats reaction to the southern border and the coronavirus is just a hoax because behind closed doors they are coming in and telling him you keep doing what you're doing. <laughs> <clears throat> any rate. Well, the uh, vaccine was Trump, so. Um... You can't take that away you from can't, him. They'll never take that away from him. That's right. I mean, he saved us. He did. He absolutely saved millions of people. I tell you, I cannot I cannot uh, thank him enough for that and say enough about him for that. It's just uh, an amazing phenomena that he, that he was able to get that through. And uh, I really am appreciative. And now we've got another Supreme Court ruling. This went unnoticed, of course. This is from, I think, Reuters. 
So, yeah, this is a Reuters piece. You know, we don't get the news here. We don't get the news about ourselves. <laughs> I was just about to say, I've got to start reading Reuters. They've got a lot of interesting articles that I haven't seen, apparently. Yeah, and Asian Times. And, I mean, there's a lot of good uh, sources. And not that I'm a big Reuters fan because they're pretty liberal. But still, you can get some uh, you can get some info that you wouldn't get elsewhere. So this is on July 24th. This is just a couple of days ago. A U.S. federal judge has ruled that Lithium, Lithium America's Corp, uh, LACTO, L-A-C dot T-O, T.O. is Toronto, the Toronto Exchange, because it's a Canadian company, may conduct excavation work at the Thacker Pass lithium mine site in Nevada, denying a request from environmentalists who said the digging could harm sage grouse and other wildlife. Oh, my God. The ruling marked a rare win for U.S. critical minerals projects as environmental groups increasingly pressured courts and regulators to block mining projects. Do they not know that lithium is going to be vitally important probably in the next 10, 20 years? It already is. Well, it already is. I know that, but it's going to be even even more so. Important. And that, you know where most of it's coming China. from? China. Oh, my God. I know. And, and the, the crazy Californians, they've blocked uh, the uh, the big lithium mine out there in Northern California with their, quote, quote, uh, green policies and all that nonsense. And Basically, though, that was just the Pelosi's manipulating it. So now they'll wait till the laws change and then they'll sell it, <laughs> sell the mine, <laughs> make a big bunch, baby. No, we got to get our own lithium stocks going here. We got to get our own everything. Yeah, we really do. Yes. We everything. used to. This country used to be self-sufficient as far as yeah. minerals are concerned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and as far as a lot of medications and, and uh, of course, we're still self-sufficient when it comes to food. Oil, we can be self-sufficient if we can get rid of this crazy man in the White House. That would help. Yeah. yeah. So Judge Miranda Dew of the federal court in Reno, Nevada. I like that. A federal court in Reno, Nevada. Doesn't that sound cool? I've I been wonder, on that, yeah. I wonder, if she, <laughs> I wonder if she ever oversaw any gunfights. <laughs> So apparently the area holds historical importance for Native Americans. Let me, this is, this, you're going to love this. You're going to love this. It's a, let me see how big of an area it is. It's like 150,000 acres, no, 18,000 acres. And you know what they're digging up? Less than one quarter of one acre on an 18,000 acre track that they own. That's nothing. (laughs) That's nothing. I'm sure the wildlife can adjust and walk around it. Well, and, you know, what? let's say you find a shard of, of uh, pottery, and you don't know if it was some sooner going out west or, uh, you know, some Navajo who was wandering around and dropped his water jug. I mean, how do you know? I mean, you know the, of course, the anthropologists and archaeologists, they'll come in and say, oh, but look, you've got bones and you've got this and you've got that. They look like chicken bones to me. So. Well. Take the bones, put them in a museum. Put them in a museum. Let's all go and look let's at them. let's dig up some lithium. That's right. Let's, let's dig up some lithium. Put them in a museum. Let's yeah. build a great big, you know and what they the did. tribe can charge admission? Out in Santa Fe, they built a really nice museum of Native American art. And it's a really nice, uh, you know, it's a good, if you like Native American art, it's a little too primitive for me. I'm, I'm more, you know, um, Dolly kind of guy. But... Uh, I know. I think I think the Native Americans out there should just um, let the mine go. I mean, we, we just changed the name of the Cleveland Indians to the Cleveland Guardians, so they got that part. 
I thought guardians were, I thought that was a racist thing. I, I thought white people were the guardians or the, or no, who's sounds, the guardian? Sounds like a, it sounds like it's not a, doesn't sound like a very intimidating baseball team though anymore. No, I don't. What are they guarding home plate? I, I know. It sounds like a bunch of bankers are coming to play baseball. They probably are. Yeah. So, they probably, <laughs> with the salaries they make. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard being rich. I know, but I'd like I've to had, try just to see if I could cut it. Yeah, I've I've really uh, suffered by not having uh, not having a hundred million dollars in the bank. <laughs> <laughs> I have no influence, no power, and nobody loves me, and nobody cares. I love you, Doc. Everybody listening right now loves you. You're so sweet. Oh, you're a great guy, handsome too. <laughs> so we're. And they would know that if they go to your Facebook page. That's where you're broadcasting live right now, correct? Yeah, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Wix.com, my, my station, DrBillRadioMD.com. I think we're on – hang on, I'll tell you what all we're on here. I've got it queued up already. We're on Linked. We're on Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, and my DrBillRadioMD.com. You just click Listen Live if you go there and you got me. And, of course, live on the radio. And we're, of course, we're live on the radio. Now, listen, I got yelled at by Barb. No. No, no. Barb, no. manager, she said, tell Dr. Bill not to say we're an iHeart station. Oh. We're not an iHeart station. So I don't know what the correct terminology is. Um, we're aired on iHeart or. We're pod. We're uh, whatever it is. I'm not sure. See, I don't even know. So. How you're, how you're, with, how you're hooked up with them. IHeart. Okay. So, Ken, that's our new that's our new mantra. So we can say Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, and all that. And then after a while, we'll just say, I heart. <laughs> I would appreciate it if you wouldn't die. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for meetings. <laughs> <laughs> just stay on the answer, folks, and you'll hear it all right here, because this is the right. place to be to listen to the die. All right. So what was I talking about? Oh, uh, we about, were talking about everything today. We're all we're all over the place, which is good because you know this should be newsy and it should be fun and it should be informative and it should be light as well. So yeah, the show just drifts along. We just take it wherever it goes. Yeah, we'll take it wherever it goes. And uh, we were talking about the uh, environment and the judge making the ruling out in Nevada. So we do need the lithium and we do need homegrown. Uh, chemicals and homegrown pharmaceuticals and all that. I mean, it's one thing to say we do all the research here and then farm it out, but it's another thing to say, hey, when we need it in a hurry and they don't like us. Are <laughs> yeah. we gonna get <laughs> exactly. But I guess there's some level of, uh, there's a hierarchy of importance. So like on this vaccine, on the messenger RNA vaccine for the COVID virus, we made all that here. We made that here. And we developed it here, and it's been very successful. And now China's talking about uh, getting in on the messenger RNA vaccine because they're only using the killed uh, virus, which and is not very. Apparently, it's not working very well. No, it's not. And of course, they're lying about their numbers. You know, it looks like we have the most cases in the world. That's because we actually keep some numbers. Yeah, and but the real it came out though because of India. They had oh, yeah. a lot of that Chinese vaccine, and it just didn't seem to work very well. No, it didn't. And and by the way, you know, the current seven-day moving average of new cases in the United States is up 46.7%. Uh, it was 27,443 two weeks ago, or whatever time period they actually get it in. And now it's up to uh, 
40,246 over the past week. So that's a big jump. Uh, it's not as high as it was back in the winter, but it's still a big jump. I don't think the deaths are that high, though, Ken. Uh, and I got to tell you this. At our hospital, the people that are coming in and being hospitalized, they're not vaccinated. They are not vaccinated. So what's that tell you? Get the vaccine, first of all, number one. Get vaccine. Get vaccinated. Now, my my son's girlfriend, she finally has broken down and agreed to go get the vaccine because there's something about the Delta virus. I guess the big D, you know, scares her. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever it is, go get it. You know, I, I'm reading some terribly sad stories recently from uh, physicians who are saying they're about to put somebody on a ventilator and they start begging for the vaccine and they have to tell them it's too late. I'm sorry. Why is it too late at that point? Well, it takes, remember, it takes about two or three weeks to start building up uh, immunity because the B cells and the T cells, they have to communicate and the, the B cells have to morph into plasma cells. And, you know, the vaccine has to be taken up by the by the dendritic cells, and the dendritic cells lay the RNA down on their ribosome, which is the factory that makes the tail, the spike protein. They stick that out on their membrane and uh, the T cells, and they give the T cells a, come here. And so the T cells come racing over, and they pick it up, and they start processing it and analyzing it, and then they go meet a B cell. And they start uh, telling the B cell, look, I want you to make this, uh, make an antibody to this. And so they pass it off to the B cells and the B cells start uh, their little production. And then they have to transform into what we call a plasma cell, which is actually what releases the um, antibodies. So these things take time. I mean, it's, it's like any factory. It's not going to, uh, unless uh, you can convince the immune system that this is World War II and you got to crank out a ship in three days, they're not going to do it. You know, they're, they're. They're unions, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize my body was union. I have to talk, I'm going to have to talk to it about that. <laughs> yeah, you got to talk to it. And so uh, there may be a time when we can actually uh, genetically manipulate plasma cells extracorporeal outside of the body and inject them. But uh, right now we're not there yet. So so it's just a time frame at that stage. It's a time frame, yeah. yeah okay. it's, now, if you've been exposed, then run, get the vaccine. But if you've already got it and you're in the hospital, too late, baby. How sad. But we've still got the remdesivir and the anticoagulants and the prednisone, cortisone, steroids. And, uh, you know, we've got the supportive care. We've got high-flow oxygen and ventilators if you need it. So we're better but, at treatment. And like you said, less people are dying. So Less people are dying. And uh, even though this, this Delta variant is easier to catch, I don't think it's any more uh, life-threatening. But if you're not immunized... You're going to have a hard time. Look, yes, it's a small number. I'm not going to lie, Ken. It's a small number of people who actually get sick and die from this. Yeah, they're calling it—they're calling it breakthrough something now. Quite why? Yeah, I think that's a little much. The Delta virus, yeah, breakthrough something or another. Yeah. But let's remember that even if it's a small chance of dying from this, you want to be the one in the hospital. No. You you want to die? I mean. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I, I told you I had a patient this week, and they wanted to change cardiologists, and uh, they both had masks on, and I'm talking to them, and they were upset because the other cardiologist changed something, and they didn't like that because they don't want to have to go in that often, and blah, 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 blah. And I said, why do you have your mask on? Aren't you vaccinated? Nope. Why not? I don't believe in it. I mean, what do you mean you don't believe in it? People are dying from the vaccine. What? I mean, I don't know anybody who's died from the vaccine. Do you? 
no. Where does this stuff start? I don't know. I have no idea. It's it's on you know it's on all these uh, conspiracy theory websites and, and nonsense. And I said people aren't dying from the vaccine. I mean, the, the incidence of uh, death is less than in the general population. I mean, people get sick when they get a vaccine. They can still get the flu or pneumonia or something else. It it, it doesn't make any sense. And then I said, well. She said, well, plus they're making these from from uh, aborted fetuses and embryos. What? What? I said, this is a, this is made in the lab. It's a genetically engineered messenger RNA with a fat molecule wrapped around it. Well, I don't want to talk about it. I said, you know what? I don't think we're a good fit for each. Adios. And so she left and took oh, her husband with really? her. Really? All right. Yeah, I mean, I'm not putting up with that. Look, if you want to be in my practice, I'll I'll put up with you. If you're willing to rationally discuss something with me and let me talk to you and and try and convince you, you know, a lot of what I do is just salesmanship, Ken. It's a lot of you need to take this medicine. Why do I need to take this medicine? Well, your blood pressure is 1,000 over, you know. <laughs> your, your head's about to pop off because your blood pressure is so high. <laughs> and I'm just trying to help you. Oh, those drug companies are just out to make money. Well, I hope they're out to make money. That's the whole that's the motivation to do a good job is to you get paid for what you do. You get rewarded <clears throat> at any rate. So a lot of what I do is salesmanship and, and I don't mind people saying, look, I disagree with you. And I'll say, why? And if they have some data and occasionally they do, and I'll say, well, you know, that's new. I did not know that. And you, you've got to listen to people, right? I mean, you got to, you've got to respect their opinion. What's the point also- of calling you and going there unless they're not going to listen to you? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, if they come in with some real data, a lot of times people come in with these things out of uh, popular health and science and all this crap. And, you know, if you eat more tomatoes, you're going to live forever. But uh, I haven't seen anybody do that yet. Well, I hope so, because I like pizza, and that's all tomato sauce. So Now, listen, if you eat more pizza, I think you've got a chance. Well, of <laughs> Tell my wife that, please. As a respected physician, it may just work. Hey, you know what? I could go for a little something right now. You want some pizza? I think I'll look for a little pizza. What do you think? I'll I'll raid the refrigerator here. Homeboy, I'm all over it. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. I'm Dr. Bill, your Radio MD. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Florida is a hotbed for new coronavirus infections. Last week, the state made up one-fifth of the country's new COVID-19 cases, and some hospitals there starting to run out of space. Florida also is one of several states now giving weekly COVID updates instead of on a daily basis. The bootleg fire in Oregon, the nation's largest current wildfire, is now over 40% contained. Meanwhile, California's governor declaring a state of emergency for four northern counties because of wildfires in his state. And blazes continue elsewhere in the West, including Nevada and Montana. Positive COVID-19 tests have knocked two golfers out of the Olympics. American golfer Bryson DeChambeau tested positive before leaving the U.S. He'll be replaced by Patrick Reed, also out Spanish golfer John Rahm. 
This is SRN News. Dr. Bill for Bay Area Medical, located at 6399 38th Avenue North in St. Pete, 727-384-6411, 727-384-6411. Full service clinic with x-ray, heart imaging, ultrasound, stress testing, and minor surgery. We provide quality health care in a warm and friendly atmosphere. We are multilingual, well-trained, and certified. Most American insurance and new patients accepted. Bay Area Medical, home of can care, 727 727- 3846411 Dr. Bill here with social distancing and sheltering in place telemedicine is here Bay Area Medical Home of Can Care Clinic offers telemedicine for new and established patients you can see me without an in office visit schedule an appointment at 727-384-6411 727-384-6411 when it's time for your appointment type this web address into your cell phone or computer web browser doxy.me forward slash bay area med a cell phone works well and is all you really need for computers you need a web camera and speakers we'll give you this address when you call for your appointment we accept most insurances and travel insurances canadians and visitors please call your travel insurance company for an authorization number prior to the visit co-pays and deductibles apply self-pay rates are available just ask we accept credit cards paypal and stripe 727-384-6411 727-384-6411 dr bill here my friends at st pete mri and sleep diagnostics are your best choice for state-of-the-art mri ct and sleep studies quality unsurpassed 25 years experience makes st pete mri my go-to imaging center self-pay rates are competitive and out-of-pocket cost a fraction of a hospital Conveniently accessible from both sides of the bay at 750 94th Avenue North, St. Pete, near the Gandhi, 727-577-2220, 727-577-2220. If you have an unpaid tax debt to the IRS that you can't pay, please hear this special notice. Specially approved IRS relief programs designed to aid delinquent taxpayers are now in effect that can significantly improve your financial situation. Depending on your circumstances, you may qualify to have your tax problem resolved in your favor and may even have your back taxes reduced by thousands or eliminated entirely. A relief hotline has been established by Community Tax for you to call and see if you qualify at 800-500-5588. If you owe the IRS back taxes that you can't afford to pay, don't let the IRS trick you into thinking you have no way out. Our highly accredited tax professionals will let you know what you qualify for and how much you can save. We may be able to stop all liens, garnishments, levies, and save you thousands. Call and see if you qualify for this taxpayer relief at 800-500-5588. 800-500-5588. That's 800-500-5588. Community Tax. Who's your tax guy? There is an answer to the mess we are in today in this country. There's a reason so many young people are being led astray we have to fight back and protect the country we know and love there's one who knows the way out of this mess charlie kirk has the answer he's relentless he will not stop till he reaches every person who will hear listen to him every day everywhere you find podcasts the charlie kirk show now on a podcast near you am 860 the answer online at theanswertampa.com Odyssey. Here is your exclusive AccuWeather forecast. Today, partly sunny with a stray thunderstorm this afternoon, high 92. Partly cloudy tonight with widely scattered thunderstorms, low 80. Some sun tomorrow, then turning cloudy with a thunderstorm in the area, high 91. Tuesday, a spotty thunderstorm in the morning, 
Otherwise, cloudy skies, high 91. Plan with confidence. Download the redesigned AccuWeather app today. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Cheryl Golden for AM860 The Answer. And we're back. This is Dr. Bill with my best friend, Ken. Morning, my Doc. Best, my weekend boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I think of myself as Tonto. Tonto. And you're the Lone Ranger. Hey, speaking of, uh, you know, kind of Indian-looking things and all that, North American Indians, that is, you remember QAnon Shaman? Shaman? Oh, yeah, absolutely. How's he doing? What's the latest on him? Oh, you know, he, uh, for those of you who don't remember, on January 6th, he went into the White House with the crowd, and he had on a buffalo horn and an American flag, and his face was painted red, white, and blue with stars, and uh, he was half naked, and he had some kind of... (laughs) The shaman thing on his, uh, you know, like a, a good luck wheel that the Indians wore. And uh, so he got arrested, of course, and he was in solitary confinement in a federal prison. Well, the prison officials finally decided, hey, this guy's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, really? I could have told you that. <laughs> you sure, sure the photograph wasn't your first clue? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, transient schizophrenia, which means he had a psychotic break. Bipolar disorder, which is manic depressive illness, depression and anxiety, which the, all these things are, are pretty common in people like this. You know, this is this is what we see. And um, I know because I've worked in psychiatric facilities off and on most of my career. So now they're going to uh, try and get him off on uh, for reasons of mental disease and mental conditions. So they don't have to go to a federal prison where I'm sure he'll be killed. <laughs> well, probably, yeah. Let's send him to a, a psychiatric hospital and get him on some medication. I mean, plus, what did the guy do? He walked into the Capitol looking like some kind of a weird, like a lost Viking. I'm not, or something. I'm not quite sure what he was trying to go for there. Buffalo hunter, or who knows I don't what? Know. I have no idea. So that's QAnon shaman is now pleading insanity, not guilty by reason of insanity. God bless him. I think he'll get off on that one. Yeah, I think he will too. Yeah. Send them yeah. home, Tom. Don't come back. Yeah, I'm telling you. Did I tell you about Marjorie Taylor Greene? We haven't talked about Marjorie, no. Marjorie is uh, uh, a congresswoman out of Georgia, and she's a Republican out of Georgia. This is bad when our people are talking like this. And she had her Twitter account suspended because she violated their COVID vaccine uh, uh, policy. She was saying things like... Uh, she argued that COVID-19 is not dangerous for younger people, uh, younger than the age of 65, who are not obese, and said vaccines should not be required. Wait a minute. <laughs> we had tons of people under 65 who were not obese that died from this. Why, so, uh, why is she going around doing that? What, how does that help her at all? I, I don't know. I don't know unless she's in a really uh, rural part of Georgia that's predominantly um, back water, you know, and kind of leery of the government. Maybe she's playing into them. You know, Rand well, all Paul, politics is local. I mean, every, every politician will tell you that. If you don't get elected, elected locally, you're done. You remember when Rand Paul was running uh, in the primaries uh, against Trump? Yeah. And he, and he was kind of poo-pooing vaccines because the people that back him, a lot of them were, were, not, were non-vacciners, no vacciners. So Yeah, you, get, you, play, you play to the home crowd. Yeah, and you hear that a lot too on in the, on the international stage when Russia and and uh, the Chinese president are saying all these things. A lot of that is for internal consumption. Yep, yep. 
That's exactly true. And then Representative Thomas Massey, Republican of Kentucky, I guarantee you he's from the hills. I know because I'm from Kentucky. <clears throat> he's gotten uh, from a member of the military concerning compulsory COVID vaccines. Duh. Yeah, you're the military. We don't want you dying in the battlefield from COVID, you idiot. Take it. Take out the whole platoon. Yeah. No, no. That's You're in the Army. You take orders. You take orders. That's right. That's Line. If you don't want to, bust them out. Get them out. Exactly right. You take orders or you're, you're, you're gone. So then Green argued that uh, no entity should force non-FDA-approved vaccines or masks, but should instead help people protect their health by defeating obesity, which will protect them from COVID complications and death and many other health problems. We should invest in health, not human experimentation. What are you talking about, woman? Man. How many people have been vaccinated now, Doc? Oh, gosh, we've got, uh, I think, 160 or 70 million people in the United States have had at least one dose. I have not grown a third arm yet. It's been months and months with me. Well, you know, I told you before I had one, but it fell off. (laughs) Darn, it was handy, too. I'm telling you. So (laughs) the company said that we took it down, and then we let them go back up, and then we took it down, and then we let it go back up. And, you know, I mean— what are you going to do? And then the White House said, this is outrageous. She's killing people. And Facebook said, hey, you can't say that. So they shut down uh, Biden's. They made him retract that. <laughs> Love it. They're all fighting with each other. Isn't it cute? <laughs> uh, it's it's entertaining. I'll tell you that. It's like kids on the playground. Am not are too. <laughs> <laughs> well, she needs a triple dog there. Yeah. I triple dog there to get the vaccine. Sees what happens. I don't get it, Ken. I just don't I get it. Look, I've been on the radio since this whole thing started, before it started. And what have I been saying all along? This well, the vaccine, first thing you said, you were like the week number one, you said, get a mask on. Get a mask. That was your, and you, and you just pounded that in everybody's heads for like six weeks, six months rather. And then it was like, get the vaccine today. The first one that presents itself. I remember you saying that a hundred times. Immediately. Yes. Immediately. You can get it anywhere. You can walk into Publix or Kroger's or uh, Walmart or, or uh, Sam's Club. I mean, they got it. Just It's like hanging at the front door. <laughs> oh, it's better than that. In Hillsborough and uh, Pinellas counties now, they'll bring it to your door. Yeah. Call them up. Say, hey, we need a, we need a shot here. Okay. I got an idea. Let's make a vending machine. And you go up <laughs> and you in a buck. You put your arm up against it and it gives you a vaccine. It's supposed to be free, Doc. Well, you got to pay for the damn vending. Well, machine. that's true. The, men, the vending—that's dollar. I, yeah, you know what? Saving your life is worth a dollar. Yeah, well, a, at least a quarter, so we can pay for the electricity. Yeah, you just lean against the machine. Somebody sticks a needle in you, and you're done. Yeah, I, nurse. I think, cr- I think we got yeah, some here, Doc. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up! Hold still. <laughs> yeah, let's keep that one quiet for until we talk to the lawyers. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Now the Russians have come out with their checkmate fighter, which is going to be a better fighter than the F-35. So now we're all scared. It's a, it looks pretty cool. Is it's it stealthy? A, yeah, it's stealthy, and it's got the, uh, the the twin tails, you know. the And it's also a short takeoff and landing. It's got the uh, wing coming almost all the way up to the nose so that I guess they can use it on a carrier as well as on ground uh, phenomenon. All they need is some carriers. And they're going to sell it, and they're going to they're going head to head against the F thirty five now. So, more power and, to them. 
yeah, we'll listen to India and maybe some of the Arabian countries might want to buy some. But then we'll need a war to see which one's better. Exactly. Does it work? The question is, does it work? Does it work? I mean, we know ours work. We know ours work. And, And think about this. The stupid Iraqis bought those scuds from. That's from right. The, yeah. They couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with them. They <laughs> was, were aiming at Israel and they hit Turkey. It's just random when they blow those things off. Yeah. I don't know. So, by the way, you know, most of the technology that the Russians have, they've stolen from us anyway. Chinese, too. I mean, those, those uh, planes look similar to the F 35. Yeah. Well, they probably use a similar uh, software that we developed, and they get that software. That's a big deal. And then they can use that software to give them the best, uh, the best fit for a design. And that will uh, enable them to make something that looks pretty close to what we got. Yeah. But does it but, work? <clears throat> well, I think that where we have an edge on them is uh, the, the metallurgy and the, the stealth and the electronics. So, yeah. And you know this Gunk Works is working on the next generation right now. I hope so. Oh, I'm sure they are. I hope they're working on one that's that will go outside of the atmosphere and come back in like a sneaky little no good low down rotten son of a skunk. Speaking of going inside or outside the atmosphere, what do you think of the two rocket launches we had today with uh this week rather with Musk and what's his name going into space for the first time? <laughs> Somebody said that they actually changed the definition of where space begins for uh, uh, for uh, Jeff Bezos. I don't know. I guess if you're worth, you know, what, $200 billion, $300 billion, you could probably say, hey, I'll give NASA, I'll give the, you know, the Astronomy Association, I'll give you a couple hundred million if you lower it, <laughs> lower it down so that I can say I was really in <laughs> I guess they're not getting astronaut pins. No, they're not. NASA's not going to give them astronaut pins, which is good. They have to go, I guess, uh, you have to orbit the Earth once, don't you? Uh, I I think the rule was you had to be in space. But they they changed that now, I think. Make at least one orbit around the Earth. I would hope so. Then you're an astronaut. Because if you just go up and come down, you're just an ass. Of course, we had had a couple of monkeys and dogs fit that as well. So I wonder if they got their pins early on. Well, we'll see. You know, every astronaut used to get a Corvette. I don't know if they still do that, but they used to give them a Corvette when they went on a moon trip. Well, Elon Musk isn't going to like that. (laughs) No, he he will not like that at all. (laughs) Everybody to get a Tesla. (laughs) Everybody better get a Tesla and an electric one and give me a charger station, too. Well, he's got some competition coming out. Ford's coming out with an all-electric F-150 and an all-electric Ranger. And, of course, they'll have the SUV, the Expedition, and the Explorer, and the Bronco. Those will all be uh, electric at some point. So we'll see how that goes. And we better start mining that lithium. We, dude, we need that bad. We need that bad. Yes, we do. And, you know, to reprocess that stuff is no easy task. So if you recycle your batteries, even though the lithium is still there, it's a big deal to uh, to reprocess that. And you've got to re-oxidize it. I mean, re-reduce uh, it. So when you oxidize something, you, know, you lose electrons. The lithium gives up electrons. The electrons are forced into the wire, and the wire drives whatever it is, your cell phone or a car or whatever. So you have to reduce it back to a normal lithium molecule, and that's not easy. That's, that's, that takes energy. It takes a big plant. It takes a lot of work. And so we need lithium. 
<clears throat> we need lots of lithium. You know, if we can deal with spent nuclear rod shells from uh, power plants, we can deal with this. Well, it depends on what your what your uh, purpose is. There's if you have a breeder reactor now, you can actually uh, get out uh, different radioactive elements like we use in medicine. Like technetium is a big one. Uh, what what that comes from is molybdenum, which is a radioactive uh, byproduct. It's an actual uh, natural phenomena, uh, but it's a byproduct of a breeder reactor because when those things are cranking away and you know all those neutrons are smashing into atoms and doing all kinds of weird things. You get more than just uh, strontium-90 and, you know, and depleted plutonium. You actually get some other uh, minerals, and they're radioactive, and you can use them. Uh, <clears throat> and so we take the molybdenum, and we put it in what we call a cow. It's a, it's a, actually, it's a, a sort of an absorbent generator. It, you put it in, and there's a column that absorbs the technetium, which is a daughter isotope, of the molybdenum, and then we milk that, which is just we take some kind of a of a solution and we wash off the column, and, and we get the technetium, and we use that for thyroid studies and bone scans and heart studies and different things. So that's that's a really uh, that's a really useful thing, and we can probably do that with some of the other minerals. The problem is is that and the isotopes is that we have to have things that are not too long lived. Because that becomes a problem when you want to store everything. You know what I'm saying? Mm, true. Yes. Now these are very small amounts of, of material, so you know you could. Did you know that the amount of, of uh, plutonium and, and the Fat Boy and the second nuclear device that was dropped over Nagasaki? You know, you could. It would fit in your hand. Did you know that? I knew it, it was very small. Yes. It's so heavy, and the uranium, the 125 pounds of uranium, would fit in two hands. You could put it on the table. And sit there and look at it, but and, not be uh, able to pick it up. Yeah, no, well, you'd be dead after. Well, you would want to pick it up. That's <laughs> the last have, thing you want to do. Doing that. <laughs> hey, Ken, go pick up the uranium, would you? Okay, and put it back in the in the lead pig, would you? <laughs> and then make uh, your final arrangements. But we, listen, we're using the depleted uranium. You know, we get yeah. the U-235 out, and then there's a U-238, which is not radioactive, but it's a heavy metal. That's what they're using in these shells, that they, uh, the, these anti-tank shells. Did you know that? I had no idea we were doing that. Yeah, and so they put a, they put a skin over it that will help penetrate the tank, the, the, you know, the T-72s or whatever tanks the Russians are throwing at us. Mm -hmm. And these shells go right through their armor, and it, it's, there's no explosives in them. It's all It's, it's all, all kinetic? It's all kinetic. Really? It's all energy and just sets those tanks right on fire. Took I like that. I like that. It just burns right through, huh? Battlefield. And it's just heavy metal, depleted uranium, U-238, which is not radioactive. So that's The things a, that's, we can do today. America is still the place for invention, isn't it? Oh, it really is. I mean, look at, you know, your, your smoke detectors that you have in your home? The 10-year the ones now? Yeah. Yeah. You know why they last 10 years, the batteries? The, uh, nuclear? material called Americum in it. <laughs> <laughs> that releases electrons over 10 years. So it, it uh, And there's a guy making a carbon battery now, and he's using carbon-14. I think it's carbon-14, which uh, decays, but it decays beta. Beta is... Electrons. So there's three different types of radioactive decay. There's alpha, beta, and gamma. Gamma is the one we all know is the one that'll kill you if you mm -hmm. get too much too close. 
But the beta is just electrons, and electrons won't even go through your skin. They might shock you a little bit, but they won't go through your skin. Is that what they use to age rocks, beta? Um, I'm, I forget how they do that. I, 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 one of those I know they use. You know. The carbon-14, yeah, you probably, it probably is the beta decay. Yeah. Boy, we've covered a lot of subjects today, Doc. <laughs> now we've got the worst inflation in 30 years, and OPEC's in a fight. Did you hear about that? Uh, I heard OPEC's uh, getting a little snitty there. What's going on? Well, the, the Sods don't want to uh, uh, make the world economy worse. They want to go ahead and increase production, and the United Arab Emirates and Russia are saying, no, <laughs> we, want to, we want more money, and we want to see the world at our knees. I know well, the, the Iranians want $100 a barrel or something, don't they? I mean, somebody's pushing for 100 bucks a barrel. Yeah, and according to the statisticians, we have the worst inflation in 30 years. Now, I don't know if that's really true or not, but I did look at some of the labor and statistics, uh, Department of Labor statistics, and it looks like we're we're shooting up there pretty good. I, did, I just went uh, grocery shopping the other day, and I, I have to agree with that. Yeah. Prices I, are I, up everywhere. Look at gas. I think they are, and... Uh, it's certainly oil is, and gas prices are up. I mean, I paid over $100 for a tank of gas. I haven't ever paid over $100 for a tank of gas. I've gotten close to 100 but never over 100 But last week, it was like $105 for premium yeah. for my, my my truck. That's a lot of money, Ken. I know. I paid about 50 bucks just for my little sedan the other day. I was, I was stunned. And I, by the way, let's see if we can get the gasoline fund started for Dr. Bill. And... Uh, <laughs> And his, and his little buddy, Tonto. <laughs> now, on a sadder note, I had a patient come in. How much time we got? We have I'm... one minute and 54 seconds. Well, this guy came in. He'd been losing weight for a few months and uh, difficulty swallowing and pain. And I kept saying, dude, we got to get you scoped because you could have cancer. Well, can we try medicine first? Well, you know, what are you going to do? So we tried medicine. Finally, we get him scoped and we get a CT scan and he's got cancer of his esophagus. Oh, it's a bad, bad thing. This is a bad thing. So the the signs and symptoms you see, Ken, are problems swallowing, especially for solids, and eventually progresses to liquids, weight loss, um, cancer, and uh, not eating, and you get where you don't want to eat, bleeding due to erosion of the lining of the esophagus, and you can get pain in your stomach and in your back, bone pain with metastasis, hoarseness, because the recurrent laryngeal nerve actually wraps around the esophagus and comes back up to your voice box. And then when that gets pinched, then one side of your voice box is paralyzed, so you get hoarse. And uh, <clears throat> it's, it's just a bad disease. Now, we've done better with it, but uh, the things that we have to do is stick the scope down your throat, get a biopsy, get a CAT scan, uh, get the PET scan, and uh, uh, get you to the surgeons if it's resectable. And it's a big deal. It's a it's a long, hard uh, task that you've got to take out the esophagus. And the esophagus then has to be replaced with either a piece of bowel or a piece of We'll talk about this next week, Ken, because I know I'm not going to get through it. Okay, buddy? All right, I'm out of here. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Dr. Bill, your radio MD. 
Join Dr. Bill every Sunday morning at 9 for more insight, information, provocation, and fun. Dr. Bill Handelman practices in St. Petersburg, Florida at Bay Area Medical Can Care Clinic, 6399 38th Avenue North. For your convenience, telemedicine appointments are available. Call his office today at 727-384-6411. That's 727-384-6411. Or visit his website at Can Care Clinic. 